The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. A fantastic story that I just saw a few moments ago from the book Visions of Greatness, I believe it's number 7 or volume 8, where he talks about this amazing story. There is a rabbi who passed away a few years ago. He was the rabbi of the Baron Hirsch Synagogue in Memphis, Tennessee, for over a quarter of a century. Very well-regarded rabbi. His name was Rabbi Raphael Grossman. And he led the Baron Hirsch Synagogue, the largest synagogue in the South, and I think it's the largest Orthodox synagogue in America, supposedly. That's what they say. I don't know. Fact check that. I don't know if it's true or not. The point is, is that it's a very large synagogue. And this Rabbi Grossman, he used to invite many people to his home, and he would give them a beautiful Shabbat meal, him and his wife. They were very very warm and very inviting, and people felt very comfortable. He had, I, I was reading somewhere, I read this on Wikipedia, so I don't know how much validity it has, but I was reading that at the end of his life, he used to, he used to take every single year, he took an annual trip to Eretz Israel, and he would convince a number of people to go up with him, like Elia Cohen. He used to tell people, uh, up to Elia Cohen, so Elkanah used to take his family. And the Medrash tells us every single year, he would convince more and more people to come up, and HaKadosh Baruch rewarded him that he won, had a wonderful child, Shmuel Anavi. And the, and the Midrash tells us that every year he brought more and more people. So Mamash reminded me of that because it said that every year he brought more and more people. Akedekach, his last year he was able to go on his annual trip, he brought over 800 people together with him. One man was able to get 800 people. I don't know how many flights they had to charter for that. But 800 people went with this, with one, this one man to go be Mechazek Israel and get some spiritual lift. And the story goes that he had a group of people that would come over to his house and he would entertain them and they would speak. He noticed in the corner there was this very charismatic young lady who was talking and she had a fire to her. She was very animated, very excited. And Rabbi Grossman says to himself, she's a perfect birthright candidate. She is going to go so far. She's, look at her, she's platinum. Look at her, she's amazing. However, when he got a little closer, to her, he heard, as she's saying, and you really think that Judaism is a true religion? It can't be. The Son of God is Jewish, but we know that he took the blood. He's like, wait a second, what? He totally was, she was totally hijacking his group to believe in Christianity. And he goes, excuse me, ma'am, what's your name? She says, my name is Elizabeth Gordon. He says, uh, Elizabeth, hi, my name is Raphael Grossman. Tell me, are you Jewish? No, 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 Rabbi, I'm not Jewish. I'm Catholic. You're Catholic, so then why are you here? Oh, I saw a flyer. Anyone that's interested in the Jewish religion. So I figured a lot of people who are Jewish are going to be here. I want to save their souls. And I get extra credit if I help save Jews. So I'm here. And I'm convincing them that Christianity is the way to go. Not Judaism. Elizabeth, I think this is the wrong form. I mean, this is not what we do here. I mean, I, I don't really feel comfortable with it. No, Rabbi, you have to understand... And then she starts spouting off all the things she knows. So Rabbi Grossman said, listen, I don't really want to have this debate with you, but if you want to have the debate, I'll be more than happy to have it. Yeah, I do want to have the debate. He totally TKO'd her. Totally knocked her out. So much so that she was so embarrassed, she turned around in the middle and just left. She ran away. And everyone was laughing, giving high fives, like, whoa, what an awesome rabbi. It's like Nachmanides, right? When he had the dispute in Barcelona. Amazing! And... People thought that they saw the last of Elizabeth Gordon. No, they didn't. Elizabeth Gordon came every single Shabbat. But Rabbi, I have this question. But Rabbi, I have this question. And people were like, leave it alone, Elizabeth. Like, stop. Just go to your religion. But she wouldn't leave it alone. 
Until finally, one day, Rabbi Grossman pulls it aside and says, Elizabeth, let me ask something. A lot of people, they're passionate about their religion. Okay, fine. Why do you feel this need that you have to keep coming to us and try to convince? I just roundly knocked you out every single time. It's like you're a masochist. You're like wanting to get pain. Like for what? Why are you doing this? She says, I don't know. There's something inside of me that's not letting me go. There's an engine that I, 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 can't, I can't stop. Elizabeth, tell me the background of your family. He says, well, my father is an ordained minister. He's a, a Catholic priest and one of the big congregations here in Memphis. What's his name? Bob Gordon. Bob Gordon. One second. Are you, is your family originally from America? The answer obviously is no, right? Unless you're Native American. No. Well, really, where are you from? Or oh, from Eastern Europe. Our last name used to be Gordonsky. Mm-hmm. So you changed it. Do you know where in Europe you're from? Yeah, from Poland. You came from Poland. Okay, Gordonsky, maybe. Maybe it's Jewish, maybe not. says, do you mind if I meet with your parents? Sure, they met with them. Real upstanding Christian people. Priest and a lovely wife. And uh, he met with both of them and he spoke with them. Tell me, what's your family? Anyways, turns out they're both Jewish. His da- her dad and mom were both Jewish. Both their parents were totally 100% Jewish, fled from the war, and they made a facade as if they were totally Catholic and they were on the other side. So Rabbi Grossman says, listen, I have an obligation to tell you what your Jewish heritage is. Wow, the Jewish heritage? They had a whole debate, and Rabbi Grossman, TK, the minister as well, knocked him out too. Bob Gordon turns to Rabbi Grossman and says, Rabbi Grossman, because I'm a man of truth and I really do believe in God, I will be joining you tomorrow. He says, what are you talking about? He says, don't worry, you'll hear from me very soon. And I believe it was like a Saturday night when they had this discussion. The next day, that Sunday sermon, Bob Gordon ascended the podium and he gave a fire and brimstone speech against Christianity. You wouldn't believe. After he descended from the podium, the president and the treasurer and all the board members came to him and said, Mr. Gordon, you're fired. How dare you do that in front of the entire congregation? On a Sunday service, you do that? How dare you do that? Get out of here. They threw him out. They threw him out. And he came to Rabbi Grossman, and he lived the end of his days living like a righteous, a righteous, a righteous Jew. Not a Gentile, he was a righteous Jew. And what bothered him the most was, many years later, when his daughter, she was Jose B'Tshuva, he was also... But what bothered him was, his wife wasn't able to make that transition as well as the two of them did. And when she passed away, there was a whole quandary, what should they do? Where should they bury her? Where should they bury her? So he came to Rabbi Grossman, and Rabbi Grossman gave him a big hug. He says, Bob, before you tell me anything, I just want you to know something. The fact that you and your daughter were able to come back home, maybe, maybe something inside of your wife, your, Elizabeth's mom, got inspired too, and she also had some moments of repentance as well. She could be buried in a Jewish cemetery too. And they buried her in a Jewish cemetery. And Bob, thank you Rabbi, you have no idea what that did. And then Bob turns to Rabbi Grossman and says, Rabbi Grossman, how could that be that you would allow such a thing to happen? For us to be buried, to allow her to be buried. She didn't show any remorse, any repentance. He said, because look at your daughter. Look at who she is. Look at what she's become. She's become a superstar. She's an unbelievable person now. Totally chazer b'tshuva. And look at you, you were able to come back too. It has to come from somewhere. The unexpected source that looks tmeah, that looks tmeh, that looks impure, 
ultimately could turn around. And that's what this was Parashat is telling us as well, says Zerish Shon. Something that looks like it comes from an impure source can literally be flipped around and become something great. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.